This program is brought to you by SoundsTrue.com. For those seeking genuine transformation, SoundsTrue.com is your trusted partner on the spiritual journey, offering diverse, in-depth, and life-changing wisdom. Many voices, one journey. SoundsTrue.com. You're listening to Insights at the Edge. Today I speak with Craig Coland. Craig is a visionary sacred music composer, producer, and performer. He's also the director of the Shaman's Dream World Groove Ensemble. Craig has created with Sounds True three albums Carola Dream, Dance Dream Dance, and African Dream, as well as a remix with Jayutal entitled Dial M for Mantra. In this episode of Insights at the Edge, Craig and I spoke about music as a spiritual experience, the ritualistic aspect of music, and the role of music as a positive voice in the world. We also discussed and listened to three musical selections from Shaman's Dream. Here's my conversation with Craig Coland. Craig, I've heard you say that music is your spiritual practice. And to begin, I'm wondering if you can explain what that's like for you, how music is a spiritual practice in your life. Just through the very experience of, of playing music and being influenced by it, either through listening or dancing. And, um, and especially for me, uh, what has been at the core of how I've played music has been playing it improvisationally. Since 96, I've been working with Micheline Berry, a yoga teacher in Los Angeles. Uh, on a monthly basis, we put on uh, ritual dance concerts. And for two hours with a group of just awesome musicians, we would play improvisationally uh, for dance and for uh, a ritual process. And through the process of doing that, having to not know what was going to happen or what we were going to play, the process of being present and allowing really spirit to move through us and to be guided by a creative process and to be present to what was happening in the room with every person and being flexible and spontaneous enough to move with the energy that was happening, that I've just grown so much uh, spiritually from that experience because it's really a metaphor for being present um, being open to really listening deeply to myself, to my environment, to the people I am in a process with. And I have watched so much of, you know, where, you know, maybe a fear will come and I'll find the need to try and control the direction and... Mm-hmm the stumbling that that would create and just, you know, 
opening back up and allowing the process of the music to really flow through me. Mm-hmm. I've just experienced some of the highest um, moments and really in my life through that process. Mm-hmm. Now, when you say that you perform in a ritual context, what, what makes it a ritual and what's the ritual for? Is, is it to accomplish some end goal or? Well, one thing, you know, just even for me, the creation of Shaman's Dream Music, um, I have seen really a lacking of a, a sacred ritual process in people's lives. And it's really what I was moved to work to create is create an environment where people could be in a safe, uh, sacred space and through the use of music and dance and movement, they could tap into a ritual process, not a dogmatic one, but one that's spontaneous and loving and creative. And I just feel we need to celebrate our lives and to have a place where we can shed what are the constrictions and the constraints of our daily lives bring. And that's the power of a ritual process. Uh, and where that can be provided. And music is such a powerful tool because for me, the minute I even start to listen to music, but especially when I start to play the drums, I like go into an altered state or a trance state where I'm just really being moved by that energy. And I just feel that people are in need of that, to let go of their mind constraints. And uh, just like in meditation, it's really a moving meditation. And just when you listen, you know, people listen to music, all of a sudden their head starts to bob to the beat and the body starts to sway. That is an amazing effect. The power of music has an amazing effect on our somatic being, and um, I just am in love with that experience and love using the music as a tool to help facilitate people coming back in touch with their body and their, their being and their creative expression. One of the things I'm curious about, Craig, is the distinction between a musical performance that's a performance, the drummers drumming, they're being moved by a, a greater sense of spirit if they're any good, and a ritual space that's yeah. intentionally created and a musical event that's taking place in a ritual format. What's the difference? What are you doing as the artist and the person who's really invoking this ritual space, what are you invoking? What are you doing? What sets up the ritual? Well, just as an example, you know, our environment, obviously we would create the container um, being 
a space where it's in a lot of times we've used yoga studios and um, we really create the inside that container a really inviting environment, you know, with candles, with altars. Um, and one of the key things we found is that we created it to be a, a no-talking space where it wasn't about coming in the room and kind of talking and, and you know, having conversations, but really entering into a space where people understood that, wow, this is the process I'm going into. And the difference for, from the musician's standpoint is we're not performers at all. We're in the process as much as somebody coming in the room. And right away in my life, I realized I didn't want to be a performer. I really don't have any interest, and it actually makes me really uncomfortable <laughs> uh, to just have people sit and watch me play. Because my experience, especially with you know learning the traditions and uh, African cultures, and you know there is no uh, spectators. You know there's no music without a dance, and there's no dance without a music. Everyone is involved. Mm -hmm. And so in a sacred, you know, ritual process, the musicians and the dancers, everybody is one. No one is separate. No one is trying to perform or impress you with anything. Um, we're there together to really allow, from my perspective, allow the healing energy of spirit and the powerful transformational energy of sound to really get us in touch with ourselves. And hopefully that facilitates a real creative expression. And, um, you know, that's why I have really moved towards in improvisational music because the spontaneity and the not knowing just requires you to be fully present. And um, that's the place when it's real and um, it's authentic. And people need to experience, from my perspective, a really authentic, unrehearsed situation. That's why I never was really that drawn to, you know, creating songs that I just played over and over the same way. Um, I'm just a different artist that way. Now, how does this approach, the approach of music coming through in a ritual format and the improvisational approach to music relate to the creation of songs and CDs and, you know, the actual products you've created with Sounds True? All the music, pretty much, just like in a live setting, all the stuff that we've written is done in the same way. We really just sat down and started a process just in the moment and really allowed ourselves to see what came from that session. Um, when we 
our first album with you guys, Kerala Dreams. It was based, and this is another thing that's really important. A lot of my music uh, has nature in it, pretty much everything I do, because I feel it's really the basis of where all music is coming from. The rhythm, the melodies, the sound, it's all within nature. So with Kerala Dream, we went to India uh, with Shiva Ray on a journey to record her first DVD, uh, which sounds true, and I went and we immersed ourselves in the culture, and I just recorded everywhere I went, whether it was nature or village setting or, you know, especially um, had a chance to record some master artists there. And we just took all that data back home and just watched what it evoked in ourselves. And pretty much every one of those songs came from just playing in the spot. And we didn't like go over again and change things or take things out. We pretty much took those first takes of whatever we played and used that. We're going to hear a song now called Durga Shakti. Can you introduce that for us, Craig? Just tell us a little bit about the creation of this particular song. Yeah, um, again, an, an amazing uh, artist and singer, Lakshmi, came into the studio. And, you know, I just asked that everything that they did be either come from a blessing or, you know, a chant or a mantra that was really, really blessing the world. She came in and sang the mantra as it would be, you know, more recited as a, as a text out of a book and sang it. And when I brought it back home, I really just took each little phrase and then created a lot of space in between and uh, just added each next phrase in really slowly and spaced out through the music. Um, and I just feel, you know, as you know, that's why I love the music of India is they just, they are 100% clear that it's based in spirituality and uh, the power of the sound in the Sanskrit has uh, immense effects on our being. Let's listen. Here's Durga Shakti from the CD, Carol a Dream.
Craig, were you the percussionist on that? Uh, no, actually, um, that's, I'm glad you asked. The tabla player is Garish. He's um, a fairly well-known artist in and of himself. And, um, you know, I just, I just feel so blessed to, you know, be working with such amazing artists. And obviously the whole Kerala Dream album is a uh, project with Ra, my music partner, Ra Ra Aviz. And he arranged that song, and um, it's actually really nice to hear it in full again. <laughs> it's been a while. Now, you and Rara form a band called Shaman's Dream, right? Yeah, Shaman's Dream ultimately is uh, was the project I started, and some of the first recordings. I've always collaborated. Uh, with other artists. Ultimately, it started with myself, but my first three albums was, were with Chuck Jonke, uh, Breathing, Bindu, and, and Prana. And then uh, this project, uh, specifically, was with Rara. And, um, and really, we've pretty much done everything else from that point together. And... Um, you know, I've incorporated other producers, um, Jason Hand with African Dream, and um, Amani Friend, and Rara, Jason, and myself uh, did Dance Dream Dance together. And you live in L.A., right? Uh, I did up until two and a half years ago, and then I moved to the Big Island of Hawaii. Oh, okay, because, you know, I was thinking, how does somebody live in Los Angeles? and contact this kind of space in their being to create from. I'm sure it's possible, but, you know, I mean, it just seems like in, in such a noisy environment. I'm curious what your sense of that is. We moved to the Big Island. That tells us something. Yeah, I mean, that's always been um, a, we, a part of kind of how we designed our lives um, is we, along with Micheline Berry again, is, really designed doing retreats into nature and um, that's crucial for me and um, I really saw actually two and a half years ago I just came to a pretty critical point in my life where I was definitely losing touch um, and went through a difficult um, moment for myself and you know, I after 15 years of L.A., I, I realized I really needed to immerse myself in nature again and slow my slow the pace of my life down because I was really, really starting to lose touch with what was important to me. And, um, and so moving to the Big Island here has literally saved my life. It's been so amazing to... Um, to just drop myself back into nature and slow my life down again and um, immerse myself into being in the ocean and um, breathing really clean air and, and drinking clean water. And, you know, so much of what I was trying to figure out in my head completely <laughs> fell away the minute I just got in the ocean really helped 
I just feel it is crucial for us to step back into nature and um, really receive that insight that it gives. If you don't mind, if I can ask a little more, it's always interesting and I think important, actually, for other people to hear how people make it through dark night passages, if you will, in their life, especially artistic and sensitive people. And I'm curious if you could share a little bit about what happened and and the emergence process for you. Absolutely. Um, You know, outside of... um, it was I, it's been was interesting. I had two different worlds. Um, you know, obviously I have the music side of what I did, and um, I also worked as a producer um, in producing commercials and music videos and extremely, extremely high stress scenarios. And I was kind of trying to do it all, you know. Um, I'd run from shooting a commercial to do, go do a gig and, <laughs> and you know, do these performances and, you know, living a certain lifestyle and keeping all of that going and, you know, making money, spending a lot of money and all the things that go with it. And, you know, I just started really neglecting, caring for myself. Um, taking the time to nourish myself in the ways that I needed to. And that really started dropping into, you know, me drinking and taking drugs to try and distress the the amount of, you know, how compacted I was getting, trying to keep it all together, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it just got to a critical mass. And... Um, Thank God for the love of friends and, you know, people that step up and show up for us at these times. And, you know, that was crucial. And I and I feel the effort I put into creating community over those 12 years uh, with Micheline really came to my my aid and my salvation at a time when, you know, I really was losing touch with myself. So it just, um, you know, got to a point where I ended up even in rehab. And uh, that was a really tough moment, but crucial, because, um, you know, we all want to think we have it together and uh, when that when that illusion kind of falls away and we're left vulnerable and um, just bare to our soul, um, it seems like, oh my God, my life has fallen apart. And, and thank God it did because um, it gave me a chance to restart because, um, you know, when you hit bottom, then there you are. (laughs) And um, it just showed me what I needed to do. And, 
And then that's really when I was clear. And I even coming out of rehab, I thought, okay, you know, I'm coming back into my life there. And, you know, all the things were kind of waiting for me to say, okay, Craig, let's go. Let's get back into it. And, you know, I, a couple of weeks I thought, okay, here I go. But my soul, I was like, I can't do this. I've got to... Um, I've got to do something and shift this energy, and that's when I decided I just came on a trip to the Big Island and just to give myself some time and, um, you know, Pele and the energy of this amazing sacred place really took me in and um, showed me that I just, uh, this is where I needed to be to heal. And uh, that was a big decision for myself and, you know, my friends. And because, you know, I had built a life there. And, um, you know, I was walking away from an entire life uh, that I built and my friendships. Not that I lost my friendships, it's just that I didn't have that support on a daily basis that I had. And I was really coming here on my own. and. Um, you know, it was a lot of dealing with a lot of loneliness, but it also really helped me get back and be comfortable in my own skin again and um, in touch with some self-love that I'd really lost. So, um, and now, you know, being here, it really re-clarified what my life, what I wanted, what was important in my life and what I you know, really wanted to focus on. And, and um, during that time, in this time, I've really gotten clear uh, about this next stage for me. And um, I feel I'm coming from a much more rooted of my core than I was before and I feel from here what I have to offer is the strength of walking through something very difficult and coming out the other side and it's something I can help others with mm -hmm. uh, thank you for that uh, genuineness I'm, I'm curious now that you mentioned that you have this sense of clarity about what kind of energy you want to lead with in this next phase of your life, if you can tell us what that is. It's definitely, as before, you know, rooted in the, rooted in the power of music and music as a vehicle to um, really be a voice in the world and a positive one. And um, I was just watching... Um, uh, documentary on apartheid and one of the main artists during that time you know he said that uh, music is my weapon and it's not a weapon of of violence but a, a weapon that has the power to influence the emotion and the hearts of people to take positive action in their life and that's that's it for me i really I really want to inspire people through music and dance and um, art, artistic expression, 
to really stand up for themselves, stand up for the things that um, inspire people to make healthy choices. And um, just on a very practical level, a vehicle that we're launching this fall is um, it's an online music digital download store called Yogi Tunes. And it's just a, a platform to, it's, yes, you will sell music, but it's music that is with a positive message. And artists, it really supports artists and people, yoga teachers, um, people in the world who are really dedicating their lives to, to helping others. Um, we'll be working with nonprofit organizations like Off the Mat and Into the World, Sean Korn's um, organization, using the power of music to um, bring awareness to their work. And um, yeah, just just using it as a tool to to help others. Well, Craig, one of the things I love about the way you talk about music is that you immediately weave it together with music, dance in the body, ritual, all together into one package. And I want us to hear uh, a song now from the record African Dream. Mm-hmm. And it, it seems like this unification of music, dance, ritual is part of what I at least associate with the music of Africa. Oh my God, yeah. (laughs) There's no, and that's the key, there is no separation in the true music of Africa. It's just, there's no, it's involved in every process from the birth until death, everything in between. Um, it just is at the core of everything. And, um, yeah, this is an amazing song. Um, <clears throat> Abdul Mabe, um, a singer from Senegal, he, um, Jason and I were producing this album, and we had, like, just this hour window, really, of one in the morning of him traveling through L.A., and, we went to Jason's house, and we had this track, and, yeah, we just put him in the, the isolation booth for singing, and, you know, he just started listening to um, this track, and immediately his little brother, who had just died recently, came to him, and... Um, he started to just sing creatively, just in the moment, all the things of love he wanted to speak to his brother. So that's in the essence of this song, just the depth of love. Uh, that's really, I, I just, <laughs> I knew, again, these are just affirmations when this is the first track we worked on, and it was like, oh my God. This is blessed, this project. So. Let's listen. Rack and Dow from African Dream. Niki Moham.
What fun listening. Craig, there's something I notice in the way that you speak and also in the music of Shaman's Dream that there's a certain amount of space, a certain amount of emptiness, even just in having this conversation with you. Mm-hmm. Interesting pauses. And I'm curious for you the relationship between listening and listening in those spaces and the creation of music, the creation of sound, how those two relate for you. It's like meditation, you know, it's really it's really the, through the listening and the space that any of the insights or the power of the music and the sound is going to come through from being empty and because if we're just full and filling every space then there's really for me there's no space for the spirit and there's no space for the mind and heart of a person to hear themselves Um, and so you know just having that openness uh, allows for the energy to be moved and touched that lives within that space. So as you're preparing to participate in a music dance ritual with other people, or even just as you're listening to tracks you've recorded and bringing forth from them more layers of sound... What are your recommendations for people to get the most out of those experiences, to get the most out of listening? From from your own experience, what can you recommend to other people, how they can find those spaces and, and listen more? Yeah, I think just, just like anything, if we allow when we want to receive something, we create the, the space for it. Um, we create the environment for it. We allow ourselves to have the um, kind of the bed to lie in to really receive from, I mean, however anyone does that for themselves, whether it's, you know, honoring a time in our day or in our life where we just set everything aside and just dedicate that time to receiving. And, um, yeah, I mean, even for me, all the time, I need to just ask myself, am I really listening? (laughs) Am I really receiving what's happening? Or am I multitasking or filling my, you know, and I sometimes <laughs> stuff I've created or you know been a part of creating you know I'll listen years later and realize wow I never heard it this way um, 
because I'm just in a different place or I'm more open to receiving it. So it's just, all of it's a metaphor for life, really, you know, um, and music and receiving music is, there's so much, so much to learn from it. And it's in that spirit that I'd love for you to introduce the last song that we're going to listen to together. This is from your record, Dance, Dream, Dance, and it's called Love the World Awake. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Yeah, actually, um, I, I was at a some type of party at Shiva Ray's house, and our entire community was there. It was really fun, and we were all just, you know, enjoying ourselves, and it just kind of broke into a spontaneous dance. And then um, I literally, it just kind of ended, and I just literally felt this kind of taken over to speak, and um, this energy, this theme came through in that moment. And it was all about, we're here to love the world awake. And um, in everything that we do, through our words, through our touch, through how we move in the world, um, that's the mission. And um, it's really kind of my theme song (laughs) of what I want to do as I live in this world is, you know, in everything I do, I want to love the world awake and awake to themselves and how beautiful they are. And um, so, again, this song was done just in the moment. I had worked with Dominic Dean Bro to do the flutes, and, um, and then Rara took it and did his masterful work to it, and um, that's the song. What a fabulous theme song. Love the world awake. Let's hear the music.
Well, Craig, I definitely feel that talking to you and hearing these three songs from Shaman's Dream Records today together has loved me a little bit more awake. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for the opportunity. I'm so grateful to be a part of uh, Sounds True. Um, I just have loved and it's been a dream to be a part of that family. So thank you. You are a part. And I'm going to ask you one final question before we say goodbye. Our program, this podcast series, is called Insights at the Edge. And I'm curious, in your creative work right now, in your creative life, what the edge is for you? Mm, just really staying true to myself um, every day. Just really honoring what feeds me. And... Um, you know, I feel we're always in that constant challenge to um, keep making the choices that um, support our true expression. And um, so, you know, from the minute I get up to the time I go to bed at night, I, you know, I have my challenges each day, but. Um, I feel just it's so important for us to give our gifts. And um, so my constant edge is just really believing in the gifts I have to give and not limiting myself in everything that I do and really stepping out and, and um, you know, being as, you know, powerful in the world as I can be. Craig Coland of Shaman's Dream, thank you so much. Thank you so much thank for you. bringing your heart forward and your gifts here through Sounds True. Craig and Shaman's Dream are responsible for the creation of four records here at Sounds True. Kerala Dream, which we heard the song Durga Shakti from. African Dream, we heard Rakandau. And then finally hear from the CD Dance, Dream, Dance, Love the World, Awake. And Shaman's Dream has also collaborated with Jai Utal on a CD called Dial M for Mantra that is also available through Sounds True. Thanks again, Craig. Bright-hearted Craig. <laughs> Thank you. Soundstrue.com. Many voices, one journey. <laughs>